Welcome to the Empty Glass Podcast. This is Stefan. This is Matt. Hello. Hello. How are you? Is today St. Patrick's Day? Today is, in fact, St. Patrick's Day. Correct. Fuck. What? Why know? is it like a goddamn alcoholic? I'm always drinking in our podcast episodes. And the one time I'm like, I'm just going to have water. It's the fucking time that I should be. And I was thinking about earlier. I was like, I should get a Guinness. Not because of St. Patrick's Day. I was just feeling a Guinness. And I was like, eh, no, nah, I'll just do water. And today's the day I should have done it. Well, I fucked up. You know, you know what? I'm going to just kick off my St. Patrick's Day with doing the same thing I always do. Forget to wear green and forget it's St. Patrick's Day. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, you made a uh, a bomb ass little, you know, coffee shop, Bards of Ireland uh, kind of thing for the Twitch stream, which is cool. So anyone listening to this on the podcast of any sort won't know what we're talking about. But Stefan had a nice little Irish shanty going on. Not a shanty. No one was singing, but just kind of some nice vibes. I was digging it. Yeah, some I, Irish music and stuff. And then um, on the Twitch stream, I do also have a background. And that background is of uh, this Ireland landscape. Um, I might you know, switch it on and off the window capture as we go, but we'll just see how I feel. Cool. Uh, so, uh, chatty. Yeah, we are chatty. So how is your week? <laughs> You're looking that? at the new hashtags for the empty glass podcast or what? I don't know what, like, is it just like they some just random person like, like no, in for a minute no, and they're like, these no. fuckers are chatty. No, no, no. The explanation is that there are like preset hashtags you can use for Twitch streaming. And because we are in just chatting, like that should be our like area, I guess. Um, that is just like one of the hashtags that's generated for that. They have all kinds of hashtags, but most of them are like video game related or personable related, um, but not really what we do. This is kind of like a pseudo show in a way. Yeah, I guess. totally. I, I'm absolutely listening to what you're saying and not looking through my DoorDash to see if I can get Guinness delivered to me in time before this podcast is over. <laughs> Well, nice. What, nice over that or the fact that I was allegedly not paying attention to you? No, not that you were allegedly not paying attention to me. That nice I, that you might get Guinness delivered. Yeah, this video is not sponsored by DoorDash, by the way. This video is not, this this channel and everything is not sponsored by anyone, in fact. Yeah, in fact, this you could say this is a huge waste of everyone's time and money and patience. I wouldn't go. Happy St. Patrick's Day, everybody. Happy St. Patrick's Day, everybody. I wouldn't go as far as to say that. 40 fucking minutes. Oh, it's St. Patrick's Day, right? Well, just right. that's cool. I mean, that's uh, literally enough time for the podcast to be in its last 10 minutes. So if you do it now, actually, you know it's enough time for the podcast because we started streaming 11 minutes ago and we only maybe started like five minutes ago. I really need a timer on this beach. Um. Oh, you're correct. Going. You're correct. I got so, one going. That's something I didn't think about. That, but you know, it's like just little things like that. I got a little stopwatch going. Once this thing hits like hits like an hour, hour five something, we'll know we're close. Do I have to like take a photocopy of my ID? I'm sorry, everybody. This is probably really entertaining listening to me put a DoorDash order for beer. 
Um, but this is important. It's St. Patrick's Day. This is the day to do it. No better day. Anyways, um, how was your trip to New York? Oh, wow. I just, uh, well, uh, Stefan, I feel like I'm in New York already because I just spent way too much on fucking beer just now. You're going to have uh, your Guinness by the end of the episode. It's going to be worth hopefully. it. Yeah, no, my trip was fine. Um, honestly, not super eventful. Um, was crammed in a airplane for a long time. Arrived in New York City. Saw my sister. Uh, played. We played some WarioWare on the Switch. Did some traveling. Had some pizza. Uh, saw the Batman, which I'll get back to in a bit. And then... What, one of the coolest things about New York was um, there's a place called The Edge, which is in Hudson Yard, which is kind of a really nice part of New York City. And essentially, it's like the Tower of America here in, for us San Antonians, where it's like a very tall skyscraper with a restaurant at the very top. And right. we looked at it because out of curiosity, we, we looked at it and... Um, the mission fee was like $60. It was like a two hour long wait. Like it was just absolutely insane. And this fucking building is tall. It's you look outside and it, the empire state building is right next to it. And you can see the tip, like it's just as tall, if not taller. Um, and so we were with my sister and her friend and her friends like, Hey, let's, uh, let's go to the second floor real quick. We went to the second floor and there was just like in the corner, this fucking, bar that had like almost all of its lights out no one was sitting down or anything and they had like you know hostess out and they're like hey we just want to sit at the bar and like you know i could see the bar in front and like no one was in there i was like okay just kind of chill and they're like okay give us a minute or so i was like okay then they come back and said okay follow us and like we went towards the back and there was an elevator and we went into it and it was all lcd screens like everywhere in the elevator and literally it started drawing out New York City, like from like an architecture draw out and then it went to a 3D model. It just kept like going and going until you could see like all New York on the LCD screens. And then we got to the top of the edge, didn't have to pay an admission fee, didn't have to wait in line. We pretty much took the back door to getting in there and uh, got some drinks that weren't super overpriced. I mean, New York overpriced, but whatever. But it was a really cool bar and it was really cool that we kind of, uh, we knew someone that had the hookup and got in there. And then That's we awesome. proceeded to go on the deck, and the deck had these giant glass uh, windows. So instead of railings, it's just giant windows that you could see all of New York, and it was it's pretty cool. Um, pretty pretty rock solid, my dude. Nice. I am absolutely jelly. Is that the same bar that they were playing local natives in, and you texted me? Yes, it was not local natives. It was morning benders, and oh, it was morning the same. Benders. And that was the same text that you didn't respond to, and I was like, oh, what a cool guy. <laughs> I figured you were vibing, man, you know? And also, I was moving stuff this whole weekend, so I'm pretty tired. That's fair. But yeah, Morning morning Benders came on, uh, which is definitely a vibe, and I was just like, I feel this. I feel this right now, feeling nice and relaxed. Had a $20 um, what was it? Moscow Mule thing? I, Moscow I don't know Mule, why. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Well, yeah, it's a very popular drink, but just like a lot of places don't do them correctly or they're never as because for me, a Moscow Mule has lime in it like it's tart. You need a good tart um, Moscow Mule and no one ever does it. It's always like it's always too sweet. And I'm like, I'm not looking for the sweet. I'm looking for that kind of that tang. That's it. Tangy, not 
tart. <laughs> well, yeah, tart yeah. too works. Um, I'm trying to remember a certain drink that Rose got when we went to one of the bars here in San Antonio, the Hoppy Monk, and it was horrible. <laughs> I cannot remember what it was called though. Like for was, the life of me, was it a beer or a mixed drink? It was a mixed drink, and the guy was like, "Oh, you want that? Like, I'm not sure if you'll really like that." And we were like, "Yeah, I mean, let's try it." Holy shit, up? Matt! I need to I need to ask Rose what that horrible drink was, but um, I want it, <laughs> dude. No, you don't. It just tastes like someone put a cigarette out in a drink. Oh, I fucking want it. <laughs> I I uh, yeah, Frosty Robbie. What's up, boy? Frost Robbie's in the chat. Robbie, how's it going, brother? Happy St. Patrick's Day, sir. Hey, on a side note, I'm not a fan of how Robbie's getting all like, oh, I'm here. I don't want to start paying him, you know? Like Frosty Robbie? Pay- you can say his name. It's cool. Frosty Robbie. No, I, I don't wanna I don't wanna give him any more clout than he deserves. <laughs> he deserves clout. Yeah, At go check point, out Frosty Robbie really- on Twitch. He's given us topics to talk about when we have nothing better to do. That's true. Follow Frosty Robbie on Twitch. Yeah, he's got things that I can assume. <laughs> yeah, we're we're fairly new Twitch streamers too, so we're all in the same boat. But um, did you wear green today? Um, no. You're gonna come pinch me? Oh wait, no. Actually, I do have something with green on it. Yeah, I got that. Uh, I got a skull with red smoke coming out of it but the skull's like kind of green so i do have green on me good hey rob we don't have two viewers right now we have four viewers but don't worry it'll go down it'll go down to two in just a second it'll go down in just a minute uh uh, robert wants us to talk about our favorite beers now i actually uh good all right robbie's wearing green so he's not robbie's wearing green good for him he's not gonna get his pinches in but uh I when I was in New York, I we my sister and I went to a pub my first day there, and I got a Guinness, and that's also kind of why I've been feeling Guinness today too, because like the Guinness I had was fucking perfect. It's not the fact that it came from a New York pub or whatever, but just that specific pub, the foam to beer ratio was absolute perfection. It was the frothiest, most fluffy. It was like a marshmallow on top. It was perfect. Uh, so I've been I've been digging darker stuff, but typically my go to beer is a like Devil's Backbone or Voodoo Ranger type situation. Yeah, uh, that sounds really good. Sounds to me like there was a bartender there who really knew how to fucking pour his drinks. Uh, it was a woman, so maybe check. Your I privilege said a bartender button. there. I didn't specify. No, you, gender. Said, you did. You said it. You said pour his drinks. Their drinks. Anyway. No. <laughs> oh, yeah. Anyways, now you say it. Let me say. My favorite beer, I don't know. I don't really have a favorite beer. Blue Moon. I like Blue Moon. You, uh, you're you not much of a beer drinker. I mean, no. you do drink beer, but it's usually just kind of the generic stuff. Nothing wrong with that. I had a Devil's Backbone when we watched Spider-Man. That was really good. Um, I do like mixed drinks, um, but he's this is specifically beer. So, I mean, I'll just drink really anything that's around. Um the only beer that I've ever found to be kind of gross is mm, definitely like any of the Shiner Lager. Like if I'm going to have a dark beer, it's got to be it's got to be a Guinness. Like that's the only dark beer I can actually drink. <laughs> Everything else just tastes like molasses. Um, uh, 
And the only other beer that's like kind of in the same boat where I'm like, no, thank you. I mean, I'll still drink it, but I'm like, eh, is Session. I'm not a really big fan of Session. But I do like Blue Moon. I like some IPAs. Like I like um, the Visa Versa by Carbach. That one's really good. And mm. then, of course, Devil's mm. Backbone's really good. Uh, my neighbor used to work for a – trying to remember the name of the – the Keith, like Keith Beer Supply. And he oh, had his own yeah. he had his own beer line called Lobo. So he, like, created Lobo and Lobolito. Those were really good beers. Those are up there for me. But yeah. I, I'll drink anything, really. Like, there's a couple of standouts. I guess that's Lobolito. I do like Devil's Backbone, too. I'm not trying to steal your clout, Matt. But – Yo, I am totally fine with just a regular Lone Star, a regular Dosa Keese with lime and salt, just like what Robbie said. Um, you know, so did I? Don't think he said anything about lime and oh, maybe like in person or something. Like he that. said dose with limes in the chat um, on the Twitch stream. I did not see that, but what I did see was he said, uh, "Oh, dose with limes." Okay, yeah, I do see that now. Uh, but he also said there's a beer called I think. Mukin Oktoberfest, uh, and it's delicious, like bruh. Quote ended. Yeah, sounds good. Those Germans sure do know how to make a fucking wunderbar beer. Am I right, my fellow uh, Germans or fellow people who took two years of German in high school that will ride that till they die? Yep. <laughs> hey, uh, speaking of which, that have a, I have a good segue for that. But real quick, I want to touch on um, what Robbie said in the chat. Robbie in the Twitch chat said that anything with light in the name sucks ass. I will actually agree with that. Miller light. I don't know. I can deal I can deal with a Miller light probably, but I once had Keystone light and I was like, what is this? Like Keystone light. What? I mean, honestly, uh, not to throw shade on people that drink light beers. There's not enough alcohol to get you fucked up. There's not enough beer to really just dis- discern it between like a diet Coke or diet Coke has like more flavor or something like that. It's like, if you want to get fucked up on alcohol, drink like a clear liquor to get you fucked up. Liquor still does has starch in it, so it can get you fat, whatever. But light beers aren't going to keep you from there. Just go all in or don't bother at all, baby. I think a light beer would be um, a good way if, like, say somebody, somebody to be clear of, of a legal age has never been drunk before. I think light beer is a good way to get them started. Much better than the way that we got you drunk as fucking oh my God. children. Yeah, but can you imagine some of the kickbacks we had in high school? Because we got, I think Bud Light was our go-to, uh, for beer at least, right? Right. I mean, we, it, was, it was basically whatever we get our hands it was on. cheap. Right, but it's like, could you imagine if we had, like, instead of, you know, 24 packs of Bud Light, it was like 24 packs of, I mean, shit, even... uh like an IPA or something just actually with an alcohol percentage, <laughs> we would be dead. We would be so dead. I mean, we did drink liquor on top of the beer, bro. So, I mean, right. I'm and I'm not dead. Yeah, no. Yeah. We should have drink responsibly kids, but also have fun. Exactly. Um, but talking back on, uh, when you were, we were talking about German pronunciations and that German beer that Robert mentioned in the chat, uh, the, the Munchen, the Munchen Oktoberfest. That reminds me of uh, uh, a one Taika Watiti. And uh, I'm sure you've already seen this show. And if not, you've mentioned the show to me or you've talked to, to hell about it, I bet, at some point. And I've literally blocked it out of my memory. 
but have you ever seen what we do in the shadows? We've, I think we talked about it before. I've never really watched all the way just because I'm not a huge fan of, uh, I'm not a huge fan of like documentary. I, I know it's not a documentary. It's a mockumentary. And I think every single person in that show is hilarious, but I'm not good. As my mindset is if you're going to have a show, put the camera on the stand. Yeah, like it that. definitely invokes that like shaky camera vibe for sure. But it's I I've been able to I've been able to tolerate it really good. I feel like the show really picks up by the time it's in the second season, anyways. But um, I watched the movie today, and uh, like Taika Waititi like speaks German, I guess maybe fluently, and it's just weird. Like I don't know if you've probably seen Jojo Rabbit. I think we've talked about it on the podcast before, but it's just an interesting show. And I thought the movie was okay. The movie's good. But I would say watch watch the show first because it gives you kind of a different appreciation for the movie, I guess. Well, the movie came first. Yes, it did. But it's kind of nice to watch the show first because they're completely different characters, completely different circumstances. Like, yeah. Um, Z- okay, so Rob is also talking about the Ziegenbacher, uh, which, and he says with some orange, which is correct. If you're gonna have German beer, and it's not like a stout or something like that, you need an orange with it, like. Or anyone who has a blue moon with like lime, which I worked at when I worked at my draft house, people would do that. They would ask for a blue moon with lime. Uh, sociopaths don't do that. Yeah, it's always blue moon with an orange. So that's the only way to go. Yeah. So those light German beers always go in orange. You I'm sure finish, there's some exception. You should finish the show at some point. I thought it was pretty. It was it was cute. And they're working. I never on started like a new season. Oh, you never, never started uh, what we do in the shadows. No, it's it's something I I do want to check out. Don't get me wrong, I do want to check it out, but it's just it's not a high appeal for me. Uh, I've it's already funny mentioned as it. Hell. It's so goddamn funny. I've laughed so hard. Well, Stefan, I'm sorry, but I'm dead inside. And I don't like to laugh, so fuck off. <laughs> okay, well, good, good, good topic. Hey, speaking of hilarity, <laughs> at least I have topics um, this time. You do, my God, you do. I'm really happy for you. Uh. Rob said he's Frosty Robbie says he saw an episode of What We Do in the Shadows and he was like, yo, this is some bullshit. But he not, he just said, nah. Uh and he says, I don't give it a full chance. I didn't give it a full chance. All right. So everyone, sit down and watch an episode of How We Do in the Shadows, What We Do in the Shadows, what the fuck ever. Hey Matt, your order's been picked up from Total Wine. That's what I'm talking about. Oh, yeah, for anyone who just hopped in, I am door dashing Guinness to me to at least have one beer before this podcast ends in celebration of St. Patrick's Day. Uh, I was going to go for a run after we finish this, but that's looking less likely because who can run with a Guinness in their belly? Right, Stefan? Yeah, that's not going to happen. <laughs> I was yeah, thinking of a good response. I'm sorry. No, you're good. Uh, I'm, I'm glad you were so invested. All right. So, um, you got any topics, sir? I do. And Robbie was just like, yeah, bro, I'm on the way. Like Rob, I $8 would have been cheaper than what I fucking spent just now. I would have absolutely Venmoed you that money, uh, to come drop me off a beer next time. I'll get your number. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. So I saw Batman, the Batman. <laughs> really? Which I did. Uh, and you said you were going to watch it, and you didn't. Yeah, I ran out of time. It's all good. It gets it hard to schedule. Movie. Yeah, it's a three-hour movie. I got to be like, I got to go see it at a time where I'm like, okay, I'm going to really invest this, and I'm not rushed. But hey, maybe over the weekend, I might finally get my chance to see it. Um, I'm not. 
Yeah, I'm not going to spoil anything. Um, I'm going to speak as generically as possible. But I will be saying, like, you know, it, whether I like it or not. So if you're one of those people that are like, no, I don't even know it. if just, you like it. Yeah, but for anybody <laughs> listening, just real quick, get it out of the way. I'm not, I'm not spoiling anything major. So I'm just saying I like the movie. I liked it a lot. Um, we talked about the Batman, though, member Battenson. Yes, we talked about it, but I hadn't seen the movie until now, Robert. That's why I'm talking about it now. <laughs> Dumbass, anyway, <man. laughs> continue. By the way, thanks for thanks for watching, Rob. But uh, yeah, so I really. Whoa! What? I think he's talking about a comment that you you thought that Robert made up Robert Battenson, but. For anybody listening, sorry for all the pauses. <laughs> no, uh, the did you pause the background on the stream? Video pause. Continue watching. <laughs> Holy shit! Yeah, let me fix that. I got it. Yeah, it's fine. I thought it. I thought it fucking crashed. I was like, it's "Am fine. I still on?" It's fine. It's fine. Cool. Hopefully, it just doesn't do a fucking. Um, hopefully, it just doesn't do an ad or something again. We'll see. Sometimes yeah. it does, but there's no sound. So anyway, continue. Yeah, so Robert's saying uh, Batman was like Zodiac Batman, Seven Batman, and it's like, that's kind of true. One, because it actually has like a detective aspect and mystery aspect to it. Uh, another thing is I think it's also a very heavy nod to like kind of 90s themes. Like even the I even got feelings that it was probably a nod to The Crow because uh, it had a bit of that 90s edge. One, it had Nirvana in the trailer and in the actual movie. And then also the gang members at the very beginning that he gets in a fight with that you see in the trailer uh, have makeup very similar to the crow. So I, I think some of the kind of edgy slash emo-ness is very intentional. But other than that, I thought it was very well done. Um, a lot of people that say it's a three-hour long movie. Well, how do I say this? I've talked to a few friends. I was like, what do you think of the movie? They're like, well, it's three hours long. Or it's a long movie. And I kind of get a little frustrated with that because I'm just like, can you quantify it more than just saying it's three hours? Because that's what all the internet's saying. But it's like, was it a bad theater experience? Was it the fact that you couldn't hit pause and go to the restroom? Did it lose your attention? Did you feel like this was slow? I just personally wish that people would be able, would be able to identify a little bit more what they like and don't like rather than just saying, well, it's three hours long. Um, and... Uh, Sorry, Rob is I'm I'm reading the chat because Rob actually is having some stuff I agree with and stuff. But I I really liked it. I thought everyone did a really good performance. Um there is no real Bruce Wayne performance in this movie. It's all Batman. And the movie is a year two kind of Batman story, which means it makes sense for his character. The Batmobile is absolutely fucking fantastic. And dare I say, I think this is possibly the best shot Batman movie. Yeah, you like the cinematography a lot? I do. Uh, I think it rivals uh, Christopher Nolan's Batman movies and maybe surpasses it because of the sole fact it doesn't have the really awkward IMAX to widescreen switch and shit like that. Right. Which a lot of people don't notice it, but once you see that movie enough, like it's very distracting when it goes from widescreen to IMAX. It's like, dude... I get it. it. It is cool to do that for different scenes, but it's also a little distracting. Just pick, just pick one. Right. Do you share my feelings on that? Because you've I, seen The Dark Knight, you you can have an opinion on that. I'll allow you. Uh, yeah. I mean, I do like The Dark Knight a lot. 
Um, I'm just glad to hear that there's kind of a Batman. I was talking to uh, one of my other friends that I know through Rose, um, and he'd seen the movie, and uh, he and his wife had seen the movie together, and they kind of talked about it being like the Zodiac killer type vibes too. So it's kind of what I heard. Um, but they were talking about how they like that it's in realism again. And I was like, is that, does it kind of vibe the Nolan movies? And they're like, not at all, but in the way that like the movie's realistic, yes. Because like before Batman in the Batfleck movies, he's definitely feeling kind of more like a, like a super superhero. You know what I mean? Like really like a superhero. I mean, he's still human, but he's doing stuff like swinging around the city and his Batmobile just kind of comes to him whenever and, you know, all, all that kind of crap. I think, yeah. I mean, in the, in the universe that has Superman, you have to do that generally. Like, that's that's fine. Yeah, he kind of has to seem um, more like a superhero and less like a human with a cape and cowl on. I do, I do want to say this movie does one thing that no other Batman movie really did, in my opinion, super well. And that's discerning... Uh, this there's a lot of fucking comic book shit in this movie as a movie by itself. I thought it was very good as a Batman fan. I got even more of a reward out of watching it because it goes into some deep lore fucking shit, man. It goes into like, once again, try not to spoil anything, but it goes into like Martha, his mother's like familial background, which is addressed in one of the comics and stuff like that. It's, I'll go more into this hopefully next week or at least when you see it so I can just spoil the shit out of it, but give it a few more, give it a little bit more time before I do that. Yeah, um, please. But I was like, God, I was impressed with how deep lore they got with some shit. And when people say it's long, I don't think any of the scenes themselves dragged, but there are a lot of scenes. Like there's different scenes of him investigating one thing, looking to one thing, talking to this character, talking to that character. There's a lot of those and that stacks up to build that three hour long time. But I never personally felt that any of those individual scenes dragged. So I thought they were very well paced. Um, it just that's happened good. to be a lot of them. That's good. So that's that that is kind of where I'm like, I don't I didn't feel like it was long. Also, you motherfuckers that are just like, oh, it's a three hour long movie. It's like everyone knows you'll binge watch five hour long episodes from HBO in one sitting. So don't even talk about time. <laughs> Once again, say it's a bad movie theater experience or say you just want to be able to pause and go to the restroom. I can understand that. I get that. Which I do want to say as a little as a little brag, I had like four things, four drinks or whatever when I went to go see the movie, and I did not get to take a piss once. That's right. Uh, Robert just said that Goodfellas is also a long movie, a great movie, and The Irishman is also long but good as fuck. He enjoyed both of them. Length of time is just for the busy bees. Um, you know, I agree on that too because. It just depends on how it's paced. Rose and I watched the extended editions of Lord of the Rings, and the only one that drug a little bit is, of course, Return of the King. Mm -hmm. um, but still really good pace. Like, by the time we were done with Two Towers, we were like, what? So, yeah. I mean, there you go. I bet that's what's going to happen with Batman, and I'm excited to see it, but I've just been trying to really plan it out. Um, and I want to see it when it, the hype dies down a little bit, for sure. You know, that's just kind of how I am. And luckily... None of the story has been spoiled for me, so I'm gonna keep it that way. I literally, I literally have no idea what happens. At that's all. that's good. And like I, I I did a mistake and I watched the final trailer, um, which never watch the final trailer because that's the one that spoils everything for a movie. 
So when I saw the final trailer, I pretty much like every single scene that it showed, I mapped it out of my head of like when it would happen. And it basically did. Um, but it, the ending, uh, once again, I don't want to get into it, but the ending had something I was very satisfied with, except for one small thing. There's only one scene in the entire movie, which I did not like, but it's a spoiler and it has a potential to be better based off of what the director said. Rob, don't put it in the chat. I'm looking at you, boy. But uh, yeah, it, there's one thing in particular that kind of left a bad taste in my mouth. But then when I read up on it more, I'm like, okay, this can actually be something cool later on. Right. Um, and as for Rob's comment about Goodfellas, yeah, fucking love Goodfellas. Great movie. The Irishman, though, I did have to break into pieces um, just because it, it was a lot um, for me because it, it was a much slower pace movie where not a lot was happening. And I think I was kind of tired. Um. Yeah, Rob says he agrees with me. I I feel like a lot of people kind of felt the same way, but once again, that that's a heavy spoiler, so we'll we'll talk about it later. We need to set Rob up with a mic at some point. Just have him as a guest. Yeah, man, we'll get him on here. Rob, you want to be part of our uh, chat session one day? Not today because I don't want to talk to you personally, but you know, some other day when I can mentally prepare. Yeah, let us know, man. We do this all we do this all virtually, so you should be able to do it from like your laptop. Um, yeah, absolutely. Rob has a new laptop that's like super badass, so he would absolutely be able to talk to us through it, and it would sound pretty good. We're just talking over an app. But anyways, continuing, um, I'm excited to see the movie. Um, I'll let you know once I do, and then maybe we can talk about it then. So I, I want to hear what Rob's one scene gripe was too. But for right now. I want to tell you about how I got lucky. Speaking about MacBooks, I got very lucky with mine. Oh? Yeah. Oh? So what happened is, um, as I've talked about on the stream before, I've moved to using my laptop as like my main editing machine. And normally, I will edit on this dresser that's right in my studio so I can stand up and edit. And I'm not sitting down all day on like an office chair and hurts my back and shit. Uh, but sometimes I'm a dumb little boy and I like to edit while sitting on the couch. Mm -hmm. Terrible so for your back. I was yeah, terrible for my back for one. Correct. But for two terrible for my laptop too. Um, so I'm editing on like a 2020 MacBook air, a uh, pretty new MacBook air with like the M one processor and I spent a pretty penny on it. I also did the Apple Care, which is great. I'll get there. But there's a there's a twist. So I'm getting up and I elbow my laptop. And it falls maybe two feet, not even, just whatever the distance is from the couch cushion to the floor. And you know how it is in my studio. There's a carpet in there, but the carpet doesn't come all the way up to the couch. Had the carpet come all the way up to the couch, maybe this wouldn't have happened to me, but I digress. I had it in a legit in-case case from apple like that's warranted and shit um and the case of course didn't have any damage on it when i like picked it up so i was like it's fine i'll just keep editing a few mm. days go by and i tell rose about it because i just kind of remembered it's like oh did i tell you i like knocked my laptop off the couch and she was like no that's crazy like did it hurt it and i was like no it didn't hurt it and i'm like well did it hurt it i don't know and i never really checked so i decided to take like the whole laptop case off only to find that one of the corners of the screen had been, like, dented in. 
I'm like, oh, shit, damn, that sucks. Well, at least it's just cosmetic, right? It's not a big deal, so I'm not going to worry about it. I'll just wait till it gets more fucked up, and then I'll go do an Apple Care claim. Mm. The next morning, I get on my laptop just to, like, do some email shit, and my screen looks like an old CRT. It's got lines through it, and there's, like, purple flashes on the screen, and, like, the screen is just glitching yeah, out bro. and doing weird and uh, doing weird shit. And I'm like, okay, well, now it's fucked. Great. So I had to make an Apple Care appointment. I made one for the same day that I noticed this issue. So I'm like, cool. And I took it there. I sit down with a guy and he, I, I'm up front with him. I'm like, yeah, so I was editing. Like, I edit on this thing. And, uh, like, I don't know. Like, I, I knocked it off the table. It was totally my fault. And he was like, was it in, like, an Apple-branded case? I was like, yeah, it was. And he's looking at it, and he's like, how long have you owned this? I was like, I don't know. You tell me. And so he looks it up, and I, I've owned it for over a year now. Well, almost a year. Uh, April or something. And he's like, well, okay, in order to get it repaired, we do have to send it out. If, if that's okay, it's going to take three to five business days. And I'm like, yeah, that's fine. Like, let's just get it started. And so I go back to editing on my computer, my main PC that I built years ago, and I'm having to transfer work files over and all this stuff. And it's working okay. I mean, luckily, it, it didn't completely put me in limp mode, but it was close. And I'm just waiting for my thing to come back. And, you know, um, like maybe a day or two after I went there, um, I got an email with like a, a case ID number. So I put it in online, and it's like it's in repair right now. And I was reading the notes the guy put in the note box, and it, they're just like generic notes. He never mentioned that the computer was dropped. He's just like, regular use, regular wear for over a year, everything's just regular, it's fine. So I'm like, okay, that's interesting. So the call finally comes uh, yesterday, and I'm getting ready. It's probably like around this time. I'm getting ready to go all the way to the south side of town to go to Rose's rental property and help her move stuff. And I get a call from Apple, and I'm like, oh, shit. So I answer it. They're like, your laptop's ready. Come pick it up whenever. I'm cool. So I go to the Apple store, and I wait for literally like a minute, like literally 60 seconds from showing them my ID up front. And the guy comes out with my laptop. He hands it over to me, and he's like, here you go. Have a great day. And I'm like, wait, what What do I owe you? And he's like, you don't have to pay for anything. And I'm like, okay, um, so that's one claim out of the three, right? Because with Apple Care, it's like insurance. You only get three claims before you're done. You know, it's three strikes, you're out type deal. Most phone insurance companies do that. AT&T, Verizon, everybody does that technically. But mm -hmm. get this. They considered it a warranty repair. And the, the price for the screen alone would have been $900 had I had to pay out of pocket. Damn. That's the price of what I paid for the laptop. So I'm like, basically, and I'm like, damn, dude, I got fucking lucky. So not only do I get to keep all three of my insurance claims through AppleCare Plus, which is already paid for in full, but I also got a brand new laptop screen. And I don't know, like, I opened it up. Of course, it looks great. looks perfect. And I don't know, it, it like feels faster. I don't know if my screen was ever like quite right. Because I'm like, maybe what, there was lines before and I never noticed them just because I edit for so fucking long. Damn, yeah, I got that, lucky as fuck. That does not happen. Damn, all that and a blowjob on top of it? What a day. I have another side uh, to the story. It transitions perfectly into another spot, but we are at the halfway point as far as my timer tells us. So 
I want to take this moment to tell everybody to go to the empty um, You can follow us there or just go there and that will link you to all of our different podcasting uh, directories, outlets, everything. We're on Apple podcasts. We're on Spotify. We're all over the place. So just go to the www.theemptyglasspodcast.com and you can find us there. Yeah. And use promo code. I like to eat cheese nuggets in the winter for your special offer of $5 or more off our merch, which we don't have merch yet or ever. Please, right. please subscribe. Just please subscribe. Yeah. So, uh, you go ahead with your, uh, other book. So, um, yeah, so to connect the dots of me getting lucky as fuck with Apple, let me tell you how Caden got lucky as fuck with AT&T. Caden is my little brother, by the way. What? What? You sounded really low quality there for a second. That was wild. Well, fuck you. Go ahead. <laughs> okay, so Caden, my little brother, he uh, he dropped his phone. Well, no, he didn't drop it on purpose. It's just like the worst luck in the world. So, um. You know, recently he was downtown when like a shooting occurred. Um, he got his truck towed because he parked in the usual spot downtown, but like somebody somebody had him towed, even though it's like a totally legal spot. Um, mm. you know this 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 dude's down in his luck, bro. <laughs> he stabbed his hand while at work. That happened like a year ago, but I mean, still, you know, he still had to pay a lot of money <laughs> medically wise to that. That was hospital time. Um, and so most recently. He was like working downtown on the one of the floats and one of like the boats that were passing by clipped his phone off his belt clip and sent it down to the bottom of the San Antonio River. Because he is a man in 2022 that has a fucking belt clip. <laughs> I know. But and he's hey, younger than you. You know, I want to say it. I love your brother. He's a he's a hipster. I'm a hipster too. We're all dirty hipsters, but he's got a belt clip kind of hipster. <laughs> Yeah. And Texan. He's Texan and hipster. Well, In a good anyway. way. <laughs> yeah, Texan. He's to to hipster? To kip to hipster? It's like it's hip like our buddy Richard. Who's like, I don't know what to say. Yeah. Oh my god, the door to the Asher is close. Quick, Stefan, hurry up with your bullshit. Okay. Let me <laughs> hurry up with my bullshit. Even though it may sound like you need more time to stall so you can go answer the door and do all those things. Am I on your speakers right now? Or do you want me to like, do you want me to wait when the guy gets there? Fuck all the details. Anyways, I'll stop stalling and get to the point. Anyway, he, his phone went to the bottom of the San Antonio river. Um, and he, you know, it's, it's a galaxy S 21. So it's like an $850 phone. Oh, so, um, he's like, how much left do I have to pay on my phone? So I go look at it. He still has like $600 owed on the phone. No insurance on the phone, by the way. So mm -hmm. I'm like, well, you're fucked. Um, Thank you, Rob. What did Robert say? No, he's just like, I'm going to have to agree with Matt. Bell Clip Eagles deserved it. And he's like, I'm still here. <laughs> the Not the agreeing with me part. This is the whole I'm still here. Was just right. Funny. Yeah. Oh, Han, they're here. Okay. He's, he's getting, uh, Matt's getting his beer. Um, oh, you can still hear him. You can hear him literally fucking thanking the person and everything. Nice. Sweet.
And then I just need you to type in your first name at the top and give it a signature. Okay. All right, I'm here. Okay, thank God. Um, sorry for the, the little break there. Huh? So, like, I I was curious how this was gonna work. Uh, it turns out they had to take a fucking copy of my ID and everything. Uh, oh, some uh, room temperature fucking uh, Guinness. Sorry, guys. I normally wouldn't do this, but this is St. Patrick's Day. I had to. I agree with Robert. He said people like Matt are the problem, not having their ID ready and shit. You should have known. Have you never ordered I... alcohol through something like that before? No, because I'm a fucking grown adult that goes out and buys his own liquor and drinks and drives, you dickhead. All right. Well, anyways, doesn't sound like your luck will be turning good for you anytime soon. Come on, man. It's so Save warm. <sighs> Put it over ice. Just be a fucking simpleton. Anyways, listen. Caden dropped his phone. It went down to the bottom of the ocean. He did uh-huh. not have insurance on it. It was going to cost him 600 bucks to just alone pay off the phone that he doesn't have anymore. So I gave him one of my old Androids that has like a pink line running through the screen. And uh, t- today I learned that he went to the AT&T store and the guy was like, oh, no, that's cool. I'll just make an insurance claim for you. Like, we'll set you up for insurance and then I'll make it for you. Um, and we'll get you a new phone for like 200 bucks. I'm like, bro, when I was working at AT&T, there was no way in fuck they would let me do something like that. So he got super lucky. Apparently now they do it through a third party company. So they just don't care. Back when I was doing it when I was working at AT&T, it was done through AT&T. And so if you, if you added insurance to a phone and then like the next day or like two days later, or like even a week later, they put a claim on it, they'd be sketched out. Damn dude. Sketched out. But that's, I mean, very lucky that he only had to pay 200 Yeah, I mean, I mean, he's going to have to pay like a monthly cost to have insurance on his phone. But we all do. I mean, I do that. I don't know about you. You probably, I don't know if you do or not, but. I don't. But my phone's like three years old. So like, whatever. What what kind of phone are you rocking? I don't even know. Uh, Galaxy Note Plus. I think it's a 10. Yeah, it's a 10. Nice. Uh, and it still works great, and I don't need a better phone. And also, wait. Did... Nope. You could just... okay. Rob is saying I could just scan the ID to ensure that it's legit. And then he says, as a... well, "Okay, hold on, Rob. Clarification: Are you saying I suck, or are you saying the DoorDasher who asked for my ID sucks? Because I had my ID in my wallet, and I literally pulled it out and handed it to them." Also was slightly distracted because she was very pretty, and I was like, "Yo, was not expecting pretty person in my in front of my door." <laughs> so slightly, just a slight distraction. Also, you know, cute people are better than our podcast. What can I say? Well, anyway, um, yeah. So those are my the the lucky uh, stories that we we got away with. Excellent. Both Caden and I had very lucky technological experiences over this past week. Hmm. Nice. Maybe you can work that magic on my PS5. Well, you know, the PS5, um, you should just let me try to fucking handle that for you because I don't know what it is with me, but I get very lucky with phone calls and tech support 
and people like that, you know, like I don't get long wait times. I get very, very lucky. That's one. I don't know where that comes from. Maybe. uh... Stefan, would you consider me a patient person? I would say you're patient more than most people that I know, especially since you handled me at uh, such a young age. Would you say that I, I typically do not seem to be a patient person with how just kind of how much of the anger I go into jokingly. So beyond appearances, I appear to have more patience than I actually present. I would say you are Sundere. Mm. Yeah, that's, that's fitting. Um, so what I was going to say is that typically I am actually a very patient person. Like I can get annoyed very quickly, but when it comes to like, salespeople and stuff like that i'm generally very patient uh because i've been down that road i've worked on phone support i don't typically like bashing people for trying their best over the phone with somebody else where they can't like see the problem in front of them don't get me wrong I, i'll still get you know frustrated but i never take it out on the, on the person i'm talking to uh today someone caught me on a really bad day uh, <laughs> like it was the census kind of questionnaire thing like have you gotten one of those I don't, I don't think I have gotten one of those. Apparently it's the thing where it's like this, the people that work for the census bureau is like, well, we need to ask like this group, some, this area, some questions or whatever like that. So a lady came to my door when I was working. Um, and I was in the middle of some very busy work. Uh, and I was just like fucking dunskies with her and she seemed like a nice lady, but I, and I didn't say anything bad, but I could not like force myself to act any more patient or more polite than I was feeling. Uh, and she's like, hi, sorry, you should have received this in the mail. I'm like, I didn't get anything. Oh, well, you have to answer these questions. Yeah, I'm not going to do that. And then just started closing my door. It's like, no, sir, you, you have to answer these questions. I'm like, well, I can't do it right now. And she's like, uh, we can call you later. I'm like, that'd be great. Thank you. Have a good day. Like, but like I said that, but still had the same kind of vitriol of like, I'm so fucking done with this day kind of thing. So I felt bad about it. But at the same time, I'm just like, go away. Yeah. Um, Robert yeah. asked us who's better, uh, Verizon or AT&T? You, really? You had nothing on that? Nothing on my statement? I still think it's nice and and you know I don't know I just think it's it's situational you have patience in the sense that you you can read a a room you can read a situation and I don't think a lot of people have that capability so if it was somebody who was being extra brash and like outward or like crazy I feel like you would kind of take on the side of de-escalation and like doing the right thing opposed to escalating the situation even further than it should be we know people who could do that or have the capacity of doing that. And I don't think you're one of those people. So therefore you inherently have pretty good patience. Oh, thanks buddy. You have good patience too. Both of us are patient with each other. Cause I certainly uh, can, like you said, like I've dealt with you as a child. I know I've had my things to deal with uh, as all my life that you've had to put up with. <laughs> I mean, it kind of works both ways, right? I mean, I was talking to Rose about this and, you know, even like, you know, you go through phases with friends, right? You, you go through phases of like buying each other food or, you know, doing these things or doing those things. But like in the end, you guys always end up like breaking even. I think good friends end up breaking even all the time, you know? And like, 
I don't know. You you always are like, oh, you put up with me when I was younger. But I'm like, yeah, you did the same thing for me. You know, like that's that's just how friendships work. Like you might not have the best opinion of your past self, but I don't have the best opinion of my past self self either. You know, um, probably more than you know. So I think at the end of the day, like I appreciate that, too. But being friends isn't about having patience for each other because you inherently are going to fucking piss each other off and annoy each other. And that's going to happen sometimes. It's more like just having an understanding that it's not all that serious. I think it yeah. turns me off for like the only few times I've, I've stopped having friendships with people is when things are taken too seriously, you know? And, um, it's good to just be lighthearted. It's good to just pick up where things were and like, just be relaxed and be yourself around your friends and you really shouldn't be like you shouldn't ever feel like you're a burden on somebody you know or like things can't be said when you're around a friend so like that's that's why i've always appreciated it in you man you've always been an awesome friend in that sense because I, i've never felt like i've needed to be a different version of myself around you yeah man uh and Rob, don't worry, we'll get back to you in a minute, hun. Uh, once it, we need to get Rob a mic ASAP. He's got he's just bombarding our chat. <laughs> but uh, yeah, Robert, I'll get to that story in a bit. That's a good story. Um, what I was just gonna say is two things. One, I was watching a YouTube video where they were talking about the Beastie Boys documentary. I don't know if you've heard about it, uh, but essentially, uh, the lead one of the singers was being interviewed, and they said, "Like, don't you feel that you are being contradictive by talking about?" like how you need to respect people, even though some of your stuff in the past was misogynistic. And he's like, or do you think it's a, a cop out or anything like that? He's like, I'd rather be, uh, I'd rather be a cop out or whatever than be the same person I was 20 years ago. And I'm like, yeah, dude, people are like always evolving. Like you sh even if you look down on yourself, that's fine because it's like, you're always evolving. You don't w ever want to be the same person for too long. Um, and then two, what I was going to say is, um, I don't know. The Guinness is taking effect pretty quickly. Okay. Well, uh, let me, let me, let me. No, 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 no. Hold on. No, shut up. Don't, don't talk about Rob. This is just me and you, Stefan. It's always been me and you. We don't need Rob until next week when I'm happy to have Rob on the station. What makes you think I was going to say anything about Rob? Oh, right. Sorry. Anyway, uh, we're going to talk about Gutter Boy while like Rob's like here. Like is talk Gutter about our Boy other sidekick. Is Gutter no. Boy here? Damn but we could talk about him and make Rob feel left out. Dude, fuck off. No, I was going to say like, um, when you try really hard to impress people or like be showboaty, it takes it, it's it takes a wear on you. Yeah. Oh, I I remember what I was gonna say. I was gonna say to a point because you and I have never had like a legitimate argument. Um, and I, and I think it's because we understand each other that much to the point of like we know when the other person's going to take a stand on something and we either say, okay, forget about it. Or like, just walk away. I mean, don't get me wrong. There's been points I think where we've been tired of each other and just kind of giving each other space. But I can't think of a time where we've like full blown, like had a fight, like a verbal fight over something that we completely disagreed with. And on one hand, it's just complete understanding of one another of like how we feel and how we think about certain things and know that like, never felt strongly enough about the opposite opinion to really stand our ground in return. But then also I'm like, I don't know. I kind of want to have a fight with you one day. You did call me once and tell me that we weren't friends anymore. I did. Yeah. When? Um, I mean, it's, it's your like personal life and stuff. Um, but 
it was around a time where you were going through something and you called me one day out of the blue and I was like, what's up, dude? And you were just like, I don't want to chill with you. We're not friends. Like, don't hit me up. And I was like, okay. What? And yes, I swear to God. I swear on my grave. I'll, I swear on my I entire... Mean, I, I swear on our friendship, dude. How long this ago was a, this? This was probably... Um, it's whenever you had that personal stuff go down with you, man. I don't know when that was. Maybe 2014, 15. Before the empty glass, I want to say. And maybe around the meniscus tear time. Oh, it that was a very difficult time for me. Yeah. That that was uh probably the lowest point I probably had. He's like uh Robbie in the chat's like this has got to be a conversation for off air. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, that's why I'm just being vague, man. That's why I'm just being vague. It was no, a I mean, time for Matt and he called me and left me. It, it wasn't even you didn't leave me a message. I answered and you told this to my to my ears and I was like, "Okay." And then a month later you're like, "Hey, sorry about that, man. I'm I'm good now. It wasn't a big deal." And like, "I'm sorry." I was kind of embarrassed by it. And I was like, "It's all good." But yeah, like that's the only time I've ever been like off off put by you where I was like I was like, dude, this is way more serious than I could have ever fathomed. <laughs> and it was so out of the blue for me that I was like, okay, he's going through something. Give him space. So the the thing about uh, recounting this on, you know, the internet and shit like that is like, I think personally, I think it's fine. And also this is my own personal stuff. So I'm okay with it. Of course, Stefan or anyone else ever on the internet is not obligated to divulge any shit about their personal lives that they don't want to. For me, though, I think it's interesting, mainly because I don't remember this, but also, like, uh, that point, it probably was around the meniscus tear, was the, probably one of the lowest points of my life, honestly. Uh, it it did help establish who I am today in a lot of aspects, so I, I do appreciate that time. Um, I certainly feel like I came out a different person in the long run. Um, I think probably what it was was, like, because I was, I was held up in bed for like a month and a half, two months. And I, I think I was like, I, I felt, I probably felt like, oh, Stefan only came by once for enchiladas. But other than that, I, I think it was just like, I was just feeling really lonely and that was about it. So that, that wasn't your fault because you certainly have like your, your own life to live and shit like that. But I probably was just in a massive depressive state, which I'm not really. I figured. And you know, that was peak me working. I was at an internship and going to school. So I was triple, I was triple threading and it was fucked. But yeah, I mean, I, you were like, just, you're totally cool about it like a month later. And so I dropped it, but that was like literally the only time I felt like, Oh, Whoa, I did something to piss him off or I said something. Yeah. I mean, that's like I said, that's definitely not your fault. It was just my, my situation at the time was just kind of overbearing. Speaking, uh, of, speaking of college and internships, um, that's when that's when I met Robbie. I'll speaking of segways, let me let me drop this in because we were talking about um, you know you're just you're your true self, like around your friends. You don't want to try to be somebody you're not. You know, acting like somebody you're not takes more energy than just being yourself. Mm -hmm. That all kind of ties into college for me because I started at. Sack, of course, and you remember that because we went to Sack together. Yep. And um, by the time I was done there, I was like, you know, uh, it's time for me to do something different because they had moved my degree and like stopped offering my degree. So I was like, all right, it's time to do something different. And that something different was 
uh, going to Northwest Vista for a uh, degree in, in um, what do they call it, digital video cinema production. And um, I was there, and I've been, you know, I'm a little, I'm a little like, I, I felt like I was, in a way, a different, I was a much different person there, of course, but I felt like I was, in a way, sort of just in my element, and I, because I was paying my own way through school, I didn't really, I wasn't really there to impress people or make friends, I already had my friends in this, in the form of you, and our other mutual friends that we hang out with and everything. So I wasn't really friend seeking and I was really there to just kind of learn. I felt like I was in my element and like in my zone. And so I kind of had blinders on and I didn't take things. I mean, I took things very seriously. I'm just going to be straight up. Like I, I took school very seriously to a level where I didn't really like care about meeting people or talking to people necessarily. And I was shy too. And I would talk a lot in class. Like I would talk a lot when the professor would ask questions. Um, in one particular qu uh, class, there was actually uh, one of my classmates came up to me after class and said, hey, like, could you give other people the opportunity to speak? And I was like, what the fuck? Because truly, um, and Michael, our, our, our friend slash my brother-in-law, Michael, um, he, he would vouch for me at least because in that class, the professor would ask a question and nobody would say shit. People would sleep in that class. This is not a class that Robert was in with me. I'll get there. Um, but like we would give people ample time and it was usually just Michael and I answering questions, which I can see being droning and gross and like, just a, like, uh, you know, so Great I question. mean, definitely, definitely fucking feeling the cringe aspect there. But when I met Robert, wait, 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 real quick, quick question, just as a clarifier, when you say that uh, the person approached you for uh, give someone else a chance, do you mean like you were constantly asking questions to everything the professor said, or you're just answering answers? Like they were saying, give us a chance to answer the professor? Right. Give us a chance to answer the professor, whereas like in reality, the professor would ask a question and we would just, w Michael and I would just wait. We wouldn't even raise our hands. And usually the professor would have to be like, Michael, Stefan, you know, because we usually had, always had something to say. That's okay. Yeah. Then you're, you're totally in the fine for that. If it was a situation that you were asking questions every five seconds, I could see someone telling you to shut up. But if you're answering questions, like, first of all, if you're putting your hand up, the professor can either choose you or not choose you. So that. That person who came up to you is definitely an asshole. Um, <laughs> Please tell me it's Rob. Her, uh, let's let's call her. Let's call her. Let's call Linda. Her, yeah, let's call her Linda. Um, another classmate of mine knew Linda and, and like kind of told me about this animosity beforehand. And then Linda approached me after class, and I believe my response was something in the line of, "Go fuck yourself." No, it was, "Do uh -huh. I look like I give a shit?" Something like that. You know, I was like, "Do I look like I give a fucking shit?" And then I just kept walking. You know. Cause I was like, I I'm spending my own money to learn something that I'm really passionate about. So I want to give this my full attention. But as time went on, you know, obviously I kind of just got a little more loose on it. And I met Robert, I think in my first semester, if I'm not mistaken, we were in like an editing class together and, uh, maybe it was cinematography, but I believe it was my first semester. And, uh, you know, I noticed Robbie had a Zelda tattoo and I was like, damn, okay, this guy gets it, you know, but Robert, didn't really have the best opinion of me, if I remember correctly. Um, he was just kind of like, oh, man, this kid, this this dude's just like a fucking suck up to the professors, probably. You know, he's like, this guy's kind of annoying. He just fucking suck up, you know, 
And, and so, Rob was yeah. sitting there with his early 2000s haircut, his fucking goatee, his big muscles and stuff like that, looking like he's from the real world. Well, anyway, you know, I, I get it. Like, I'm just way too fucking technical. I speak like a robot. My brain is my, my mouth can't keep up with my brain. That's how I've always been. And so Robert one day was out on the balcony eating a sandwich and he's like, like, oh, yeah, he was like, this guy knows everything. Like he just, <laughs> timed in, just chimed in on the chat right now. That kind of shit, you know. But anyway, yeah. he's, he's out on the balcony just eating a sandwich. And I'm like, I just like kind of go up to him like with my vape and I'm just like. So you play video games or what? You got a PS4? I think maybe that was my first question to him was like, do you, have P- you got a PS4 or what? And, you know, we just started talking video games. And before you knew it, like, we just kind of hit it off, you know? And I was like, look, this guy's cool. He gets it, you know? We would make jokes about the professor. Um, I fucking kind of saved his ass one day because he came into class late and we were doing presentations on lighting for cinematography. And he's like, he like mouths to me. He's like, is it due today? And I'm like, yes. And he's like, fuck. And I just kind of like nod over to the computer. And so he just jumps on the computer. This motherfucker made his lighting diagram. This is so impressive. He made his lighting diagram in Microsoft Paint and got a fucking A. Damn. He made his lighting diagram in literally like 10, 15 minutes on Microsoft Paint, taking screenshots of the YouTube stuff. And like, dude... <laughs> He just fucking, he pulled it off, and I was like, damn, bro, fuck yeah, got a G right here. But yeah, you know, it was it was crazy. Damn, dude. And he's saying that he made half the presentation on his phone and right. said it to himself. Yeah, he like was taking screenshots of his phone of like the scenes from the movie. Um, that was actually the same day that I learned a, a really good friend of mine slash ours, uh, Evan, died. It happened oh. like 30 minutes and it was like right before I had to go on to do my presentation. It's such a weird eventful day. A lot happened that day. Cool. <laughs> that sucks. Uh, yeah. Okay. Fucking of course. Rob's like MK because I know everything about it. And I was about to say like my first impression of Rob was like this dude knows way too much about Mortal Kombat because the first time I met him, uh, I think we watched the Mortal Kombat movie and he proceeded to quote pretty much every single line. And then also we played Mortal Kombat 11 and he destroyed my fucking ass. Uh, and then we played as a Sub-Zero and then equally spanned the same move against each other over and over again. Yeah, you guys should play more Mortal Kombat together. It was really crazy. Yeah, Robert remembers that presentation. Thanks, man. I'm glad you remember that too. It was it was like super fucking hard for me. But after that, I didn't go to, cl- I didn't go to the rest of the, my classes that day. That was the last class I went to that day. Such a fucking weird time. It's crazy to think that that was almost a decade ago. That's weird because I, I kind of remember that happening not too recently after high school. So I guess you were, if you're saying it was your first year there, then that makes sense. Yeah, that's about right. Yeah. Oh, man. By the way, I do want to mention uh, St. Patrick's Day check. I did down one entire Guinness. I'm I'm on my second, so I'm definitely not going for that run because I already feel like full. <laughs> right. Fuck it. I'll just go tomorrow. Are you playing Falcon and the Winter Soldier? Uh, no, it's just a fucking ad because I'm trying to refresh the background oh. video <laughs> and it plays ads. I need to figure out how to fix that. <laughs> oh, it's fine. It's our first time around, baby. We only have five people in the Twitch chat. I don't know if anyone goes to Twitch to watch already played videos so i guess for after this point it'd be mostly just 
podcast people that listen to this. The freaking ad up there for a professional HVAC team. Fuck Hell yeah, you. baby. No, dude. Fuck you, bro. <laughs> hey, baby. Get your HVAC uh, this year, people. Uh, oh, I did want to ask because I feel like even though you and I don't speak about music. <laughs> just watch you adjust it. Even though you and I don't speak too much <laughs> about uh, music. Uh, what are you currently listening to? Like, what's a what's a good music re- recommendation from you right now, or what's what's on your iPod? Have not been listening to that much music. Uh, instead, I've been listening to quite a bit of Welcome to Night Vale. Is that a podcast? What is that? It is absolutely a podcast, and one everyone should give a chance. just really cool nice man uh hold on i i do want to hear more about it but i i like how rob likes my description of him (laughs) yeah he liked your fuck rob with his 2000 haircut big muscles and goatee he thought that was the quote of the entire episode (laughs) (laughs) Um, Uh, also matt uh apparently robert has been listening to some mac miller good choice oh nice i actually i found like one i heard mac miller died and then for some reason, my brain disassociated him entirely. So when I heard one of his songs later, I was like, oh, man, that's a really good song. And then like a few times, it, a few listens in, I was like, oh, this guy's dead. That sucks. But anyway, tell me about your podcast, Stefan. Your other podcast, the, uh, the one you're listening to, not us. Robert was like, shit, had me crying. Yeah, R.I.P. Mac. Anyways, um, that, was a, that, was a sad, that was a sad story, man. Poor guy. Um, but as far as it goes for, as far as it goes for welcome to night Vale, it's just kind of like an esoteric type. Um, you are in the middle of night Vale, and you're listening to the narrator whose name in the, in the podcast is Cecil Palmer. And he's a, has just kind of a nice voice. It's a public radio announcement and they do two episodes a month and each episode is like 30 minutes long. There's a lot of lore to Night Vale. There's like a glow cloud that everybody has to hail because it like just puts noxious gases like it just comes from a cloud. There's like all kinds of weird creatures that live in Night Vale and people, but everyone's still treated, you know, equally. Like, for example, there's a there's a mayor. She's like kind of lost her shit. So the replacement candidates for her are a three headed dragon named Hiram McDaniels and the faceless old woman who secretly lives in your home. That sounds fucking dope. I'm not going to lie. You just need to watch it or give it a listen. It's a little bit crazy. It's sometimes hard to follow. You're like, what is he even saying? You know, but all the episodes do um, line up. There's a story. Uh, so it, it, I do it definitely suggest listening to it from the beginning and going forward. It actually does sound pretty interesting. Um, I'll have to check it out. And people at home, Rob, watch Night Vale. Listen to Night Vale. I've been listening to... Uh, now, typically I listen to... like uh, Okay, I listen to a lot of different music. Except country, really. But uh, lately I was more... Or in the past few months I was really into like post-hardcore type shit. And then recently I've gone into this mood of... It's hard to describe. They're kind of post hardcore but they've moved more into kind of like a more modernized generic uh not generic but pop sound i guess it's hard to describe i'm not really hip with the modern lingo (laughs) but uh the guy's name is andres uh i played you one of his songs uh that was some really cool that was some really cool stuff man 
uh yeah and he's kind of got more of a poppy vibe to him but he still kind of has like a foot or at least a toe in that kind of post-pop post-punk type of shit and uh thoroughly impressed with his lyrics it's it's very it's not very often i find myself listening to lyrics in a song because whenever i listen to a song for the first time i listen to the the instruments even if it's just the voice like the instrument of the voice more than anything else uh, but I find myself kind of lost in the lyrics and like really relating to it. It's been hidden home with a few of them, uh, you know, because I'm just a bundle of emotions like all of us are. So sometimes I, I hear that right set of words or letters put together and I'm I'm feeling it. So Andres is very good. Uh, I recommend checking him out. If, you, if you're into that kind of shit, if not, totally get it. Enjoy whatever you like. Listen to your fucking Kanye West talk about how Kim K is a fucking hell. Oh, I'm sorry. Pete, Pete Davidson is a hoe. Right. Have you heard about that shit? Who hasn't? <laughs> it's so fucking stupid. Because, like, first of all, I hate Kim Kardashian. I think she's just a tone-deaf rich girl. Like, period. Yes, she has worked for some of her money. No, she has no right to tell other people that were not born in her position to work for their money. <laughs> and then also... Kanye is just a fucking sociopath and like people shouldn't defend him, let alone uh, follow his orders to berate her and Pete Davidson. And that's really my entire opinion over the matter. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, it's just like I get that she is the mother of his children, but like you got to respect her as a person, too. And whatever decision she makes, otherwise, it's like, what are you doing? I mean, he's like, oh, I don't hate my wife. I hate Pete. I'm like, well, she's making a decision to be with him. So. Well, no, I think it's just crazy how like people are like not getting that this guy is using his fucking clout and power to like send his fans against his ex-wife or like soon to be ex-wife. I think that's really unhealthy. Um, and I, I mean, yeah, fuck, here we are talking about it, but it's really no one else's business other than the three of them. Like, yeah, that's all I have to say, really. Man, that Guinness is taking effect quick, my dude. Word of the day is clout yeah the word of the day is clout yes uh every time we say that word from now on uh stefan will be shot in the head yeah absolutely um but it's just what's so funny no just it i'm sure you did it a minute ago or so but like it disappeared as as you're like yeah totally I was like, yeah, totally. Went away from saying, yeah, on the screen for the people just listening to the podcast on the screen, I made I made a little comment that normally says the Empty Glass Podcast, and I made it say the word of the day is clout, and then I changed it back to the Empty Glass Podcast like immediately. Yeah, because we did say clout more often today than we did other days, and now that you brought it up. I just feel like it's the word of the day, man. It's the word of the day. Clout, 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 clout. So, well, you're going to get a lot of shots to the head, buddy. I just die. That'd be hilarious, I'd laugh. I know Rose would laugh. She'd be laughing so hard. So um, from Rose's rental property, we brought her TV over here, um, which I was pretty sure was like a 75-inch TV. It has to be because this thing's massive. Turns Uh out it's only a 65-inch, but it's Oh, it's the same one I have. It's huge. It's fucking way more than enough. Like, I don't know where my brain is, and I guess it's just because I'm used to having like a 120-inch screen in the studio. That I'm like, we need bigger. And like, I was okay, like, okay, hold on. For clarification, you do not own a 120 inch TV. You own a monitor, not a monitor, a projector. A projector. Yes. It's a projector. Yes. For clarification. 
And also, like, don't want people, like, breaking your house saying this fool has a fucking 120-inch TV. I don't. I have a literally a cheapy Amazon projector, and it works great. Yeah. Neither of us have anything worth stealing. Yes. Yes. Thank you. I, I'm glad it took you a second to realize where I was going, <laughs> where I was getting to. I was like, yes. Yes. Correct. Anyways, um, but uh, topics I'm kind of out of. Do you have anything else, sir? I, okay, so the other night, um, I had supremely little sleep. Uh, I got back from New York on Sunday. It's now Thursday. And like Monday and Tuesday, Wednesday, I had probably... I probably had like four hours of sleep in total those days. Like, I don't know what it was. I just... I couldn't get a lot of sleep. Um, but I, I had a revelation at one of my most tired moments... It was kind of like the Gandalf sister thing, but it, it was like I had I was trying to think of like what tattoos. Oh, Elden Ring, baby. Ah, I, I sorry. Robert said Elden Ring. We should talk about Elden Ring. But I'm like, I'm going to get back to that. I haven't played in the past couple of days because and also I've been out of town. So I haven't played since then. But what I was going to say is I had a revelation of the tattoos I want to get. OK, um, I, like I thought of four tattoos that I want to get. And I was like, fuck, yeah, I'm going to do this. But I was curious. Uh what tattoos have you thought of any more tattoos Stefan? rose was talking about getting some like really cool looking butterfly tattoo um so i was thinking about doing the spiritual the spiritual stones from ocarina time not the um not the medallions they're different there's like eight medallions um but i was thinking about getting spiritual stones like on one of my forearms also there is a place on my arm where rusty our cat fucking got me really good like she just like i was trying to go downstairs with her and she's a little scared of the downstairs area and i picked her up to take her downstairs and she like turned around and clawed me a certain way and it hurt but more so i like the pattern in what she clawed me it almost looks like the predator like to just so build you a mental image it looks like the predator reticle yeah it's like the three dots making a triangle it's pretty cool um well, unless you and Rob want to have matching tattoos, uh, then one of no, you no, is no, going to no, have... No, 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 no. Robert says he's going to get the medallions. I'm going to get the spiritual stones. I'm getting oh, the ones okay. you get as a kid. I'm going to get the 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 forest spiritual stone, the... the uh, what is it? Um, uh, Freaking Goron spiritual stone, and then the water spiritual stone. Okay. Wouldn't that just be fire? <laughs> yeah, the it's like water, water, earth, wind, Water, fire, fire yeah. Oh, my favorite band. Uh, I I came to the realization because the one tattoo I have right now is a tattoo of a very obscure movie. And I was like, I I kind of like how it's very unlikely there's another person with this tattoo. I mean, it's a large world. There could be definitely. But like, you know, when, when someone's like, oh, I want to get the chains from Bioshock. It's like, there's so many people that tattoo. And that's never been like an appealing thing for me. Yes, I'm a dirty hipster. I already established this earlier in the episode. That's the second word of the day today, hipster, by the way. Um, but when I was at my most tired, my third eye opened up. And I thought of three tattoo designs uh, that were references to some of uh, the movies that I really enjoy that I absolutely want to get tattooed now. Um, so the first one... I want, I want to see if you can guess this, Stefan, but I, I don't know if you will, is two identical switchblades with a dragon on the handle 
and one of the switchblades has a police tag on it. Can okay. you get? Can you guess what that's in reference to? No. It is a reference to Twelve Angry Men. Okay, I would have never have seen, known that, so I'm glad I said no. Have you seen that movie? No. Uh, well, I think I mentioned it before. It is probably one of my favorite old time movies of all time. Uh, I thoroughly love it, and I've watched it many times. And essentially, what happens is it's a whole it's a whole fucking take on like racism and uh, people's opinions um, or stances over just people in general. And there's a part where they're like, the kid had to have done it because this is a original knife that no one else has anything like it. They stick it down into the table because, of course, it's like the 40s that you could get away with anything around then. And then Henry Fonda pulls out an identical switchblade and bangs it down on the, ch- on the table. So pretty much just identifying that it, you know, someone's prejudice was beyond their understanding of the situation. So that I, I would actually be absolutely down to get. And then second one, this movie you do know uh, is a pinwheel. But can you guess what movie that's from? Um... And I wouldn't get the, the stick. I would just get the pinwheel itself. And it does have like kind of markers on it and stuff. That's not an it reference, right? I don't think so. That's so you're not the first person to guess that. But no, it's not. It's not it reference. A pinwheel with markers on it. I don't know. Inception. Oh, cool. You know, the one he pulls out when he's when he finally gets Inception and his dad says he wanted him to be his own person. Yeah, that's the that's the one he pulls out of the the Cillian Murphy pulls out of the safe spoiler alert, by the way, for a 12 year old movie or yeah, 12 year old movie. Yeah, uh, that's probably the best emotional scene of that movie and gets me. So that. Yeah. And Very the last cool, man. one, I like your artist. I like my artist too. I'd actually be super down for him to do the other tattoos. And the last one I would get is a uh, tube TV with arms sticking out of it. Cause I love Nightmare on Elm street three. <laughs> Badass. Yeah. The only ones I've thought of so far are the emeralds and then maybe the bebop like cowboy bebop, the bebop ship with like a line going down the, the engine to make a star down my other forearm. Cause I like, I like symmetry and it's really hard for me to get a tattoo because I want to always get two tattoos at the same time. It's fucked up. Oh, you know what? I I think I know the general look you're going for. Um, I've been watching a little bit, not a lot, but like every here and there when I get bored at work, I'll put on uh, Good Mythical Morning and Rhett has a new tattoo, which is like a line on his arm that has like a star system as well. And... I, I think I remember that kind of image also being connected with Cowboy Bebop. Uh, so that may be the general look. Like, nice. are you talking about like on your forearm or something? Yeah, it would go like literally on my forearm, like same side as my palm when my palm faces up. Oh, okay. Nice. Robert has nice. some, Robert has some good tattoo ideas. Robert's inked up like crazy, man. He's probably got like, I have, let me think how many tattoos I have. Seven, eight. I think I have eight tattoos. Robert probably has dozens. But he was talking about getting, uh, well, first of all, he clarified He clarified what I'm trying to get as a tattoo, my first choice before this Cowboy Bebop one, which is the Kokiri Emerald, the Goron Ruby, and the Zora Sapphire from Zelda. Um, but uh, Robert nerd wants, alert. Sorry. But Robert wants the Galaga on his leg. He wants to get, <laughs> he said he'd get Roger Rabbit and a blooper from Paper Mario. Also, Paper Bowser and a Goomba. Man, he's got some I good think- ideas. 
I think he was saying my uh, 12-year men tattoo is whack. But you know what? It's for me, baby. It's all that matters. That's right. <laughs> uh, I'll also get a, mu- a middle finger with a tattoo on it saying, fuck Rob. <laughs> <laughs> now, Rob, if you uh, if you had to get a Mortal Kombat character tattooed on you, what which one would it be? I like how we're waiting for him. (laughs) Well, you can answer the question. If you had to get a Mortal Kombat character, who would you get? Me, personally, uh, Noob Saibot. Noob Saibot? Okay. I'd probably go with uh, Sub-Zero or probably my boy uh, Kano. Yeah, those are good choices. I like Sub-Zero a lot, too. I feel like you could do some cool tattoo, like foreground, background type stuff with that. Sorry. No, not Kano. Cabal. Cabal, Cause, cool. Because I like Cabal's mask. I hate his fucking pigtails, though. I would never get that. I would just get his mask or something on me. I think because of Deadly Alliance, um, that's when I kind of realized that like Bar- Baraka is a pretty dope character. So like, also, I'd feel like he, he'd be a pretty cool tattoo, especially for you going for like horror movie vibes. Yeah. No, I, I absolutely would. Uh, um, I think Rock would be cool. And Robert then, Robert gave us his, which would be the Lin Kuei symbol with a kunai in the background. Oh, so he this motherfucker's already put thought into it. And he'd, uh, but he'd also get like a half scorpion face, half armor, half skeleton with flames. That sounds dope. Damn, dude! All right, everybody who's listening to this in the future or right now, everyone steal Rob's tattoo ideas. Don't steal my ideas because I will be sad and I'll cry. Not really, though. But uh, Robert can th- handle it. Can he? Oh, yeah. He, Rob can handle being a basic bitch? Yeah. <laughs> nah, I mean, he I'm... Can, if he I'm, can I'm, handle working at a hospital, he can handle being a basic bitch, okay? Yeah. Hey, man, we're all basic bitches. I, I drink my pumpkin spice one sip at a time like everybody else. That's right. Well, uh, I'm still out of topics. Do you have anything else for this last little segment of The Empty Glass? This is the longest episode we've had in a while, actually. We've been streaming for an hour and a half, but the episode's been running for about an hour 15, hour 20. Rob just said on his way, and I don't know what he means by the, by that. <laughs> he said he's getting his gun out of storage. He said he's on his way to the Ukraine. Well, God bless you, man. Be safe. Rob, Rob's, Rob's doing it for America and the Ukraine for us go go protect those boys and girls and well this is getting too serious because that's just legit kind of fucked that's really fucked yeah let's not go um, there with the podcast <laughs> so we're not uh, a news podcast unfortunately uh, that's what our top we were labeled our, as one we are labeled as one but we're not i think on uh, spotify we are labeled as no news. i think it's on apple podcast but you are correct there is a place where we are labeled as news whereas everything we're, else we're labeled as entertainment Oh, you know what? I was going to say something. Um, the Hogwarts Legacy game uh, finally dropped some gameplay today. Oh, does um, it look cool? I was watching a little bit um, earlier. I didn't really get a chance to listen to it. It looks interesting. It uh, looks like the combat is kind of more along the lines of a Devil May Cry, but with range. Like It looks like it's kind of combos, um, but you still get to go around Hogwarts and stuff. Looks interesting. So if anyone's interested in that, definitely check out some gameplay. It's up on IGN and probably wherever gameplay videos are sold. And then as for us going for an hour and a half, you know what? It's St. Patrick's Day. Special uh, episode. Why not? It's a special episode. You know, with our special episodes, we can go just a little bit longer. But Matt, uh, I mean, Matt, uh, before you go into Elden Ring, because Robert put a ping in the chat. I know you've probably seen it. 
uh, to quickly answer Robert on Elden Ring. Also, real quick, the Harry Potter game sounds cool. I have to check it out. I do love the old school Harry Potter PC games to this day. I'm sorry. They're great. And the ones on console. They're fun. They're just fun adventure games. Sue me. I, I can agree that Order of the Phoenix is legit because you can legit go around uh, all of Hogwarts. Yep. And if you get the remake of Sorcerer's Stone for the PS2 or the GameCube, also a great pick. And um, like it's old school in a way. So that makes it extra fun. Anyways, um, to talk about Elden Ring, I uh, to answer Robert, he asked me if I've played any of it. Um, I don't. I don't think he tuned into the last episode we ran before you went to New York, but I did get a chance to play the first ten to fifteen minutes of it, and it was fun. It's good. Um, I don't have enough gameplay in there to have a strong opinion on it, other than it just it's Dark Souls. But I know it's not just Dark Souls, and it very much evolves. But as of now. I can't see myself picking it up until either it's on sale or I've just caught up with my other games because right now I'm running through the Halo campaigns with Rose and that's really the only game I've been playing other than some Mario Kart on the downstairs TV. Um, and Rob, to answer your question, I'm like I said, I've been out of town. I was in New York the past week, so I haven't really had a chance to play too much. I did kill three of the main bosses and I'm on a real bitch. The ah, I forgot his name. It begins with an R. Um, but he's like, you're in the big open sandscape area. Uh, ah, what's the fuck? Is it the name? guy on the horse? He's not on a horse. He just kind of floats. Um, but he's he's a real fucking bitch. And I was kind of stuck on him. And that's the last thing I was at. I think his name was like Rod Roderick or no, I don't know. But. I thoroughly enjoy the game. I thoroughly love it. Um, I love how there's just so much shit in the game to do and to explore and learn. Like you can just have completely different builds and everything like that. Uh, so yeah, Stefan, you're probably not going to get into it until you've really had a chance. Um, okay. And Rob did say stronger than I, <clears throat> Hold on, I'm going to, I'm going to say this in Rob's voice. Stronger than I, I'm still in Dying Light, Sifu Last Level, and Horizon Forbidden West. There's so much. Yeah, there is absolutely a lot, Rob. That's actually exactly where I, I am in great, those games. Great Robert impression. I know, man. I've listened to him complain a lot about stuff. Um, yeah, Dying Light, I haven't beaten it. I've pretty much shelved that one. Had a lot of fun with it, but I kind of had my fill. Sifu, I'm on the last level as well. Horizon Forbidden West, I played a little bit before I hopped on at Elden Ring. Uh Thoroughly looking forward to playing it more, but Elden Ring is definitely the number one uh, thing in my heart right now. And Rob said he's in hour 70 and Jesus. Hour 70, 70 hours in Elden Ring, or I'm guessing? Probably Elden Ring, because that one is just a lot of uh, a lot of fucking content, dude. Uh, yeah. My, yeah, Rob and I are actually the same person. It's actually just me in the chat, just typing shit out, you know doing the good lord's work yeah you're using like a voice ai generator like they used in the mandalorian to make yourself sound like matt but you're actually robert no no i'm actually matt robert never existed see i'm oh. i i wear a, i wear a fat suit and stilts at all times so whenever i want to appear as robert i just take off my stilts to make myself you know three feet shorter and uh take off my fat suit and show my muscles and that's all i have to do good for you yeah, I mean, I'm I'm definitely interested in Elden Ring, and eventually I'll get there. But for right now, I'm just just chilling, man. You know, I I, I want to take my time, and 
I kind of have to prepare myself to go into a Dark Souls game again, um, and I may even want to try to beat Sekiro before I get into that shit. So we'll see how it is. Well, Stefan, when you're ready, I will. I can guide you in all this shit. Um, I bratty Maddie. that, but I would rather just go into it clean and hard. You know? No, 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 not not like. Sorry, that sounds horribly fucking sexual. No euphemism implied. Yeah, you got pretty rowdy with that too. I don't. I didn't mean like uh, backseat gaming or anything like that. Like, no, I'm a firm believer that Elden Ring is definitely a game to play on your own. But there are a couple helpful things the game is not really great at telling you, like summonings, which make the game a lot uh, easier and kind of more entertaining. So that you know, maybe I can give like a helpful hint if you need it. But for the most part, 100%, do your own thing with it, enjoy it. That's it. Thank you. <laughs> I like how you say thank you because absolutely I'm usually not like that with other games with you. Yeah, no, you're normally just like fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> I'm I'm not gonna deny that. I'm sorry. Oh no, buddy. you're pretty I, helpful when it came to like Destiny and Warframe and stuff like that we used to play. Okay, Warframe, you need a fucking you need a guide for that one. You either need a guide or you need a fucking pull out an encyclopedia book and look up shit. So that one I will not apologize for backseat gaming on because you need it. Not you, like anyone. Anyone yeah, needs true, it. True, very true. Yeah. I was I was stuck in a bed for two months. I had time to learn about Warframe on my own. <laughs> All right, but yes, this is becoming a very long episode. I've enjoyed it very much. Me I'm, too. I'm into my third Guinness now. Uh I'm feeling very hefty. <laughs> but very good. Um, Rob, uh, we'll have to get in touch with you in regards to a mic. If you are down to join us, I'm absolutely down to have you. I think Stefan is reluctantly okay to have you join us reluctant but yeah. very very excited to have you yeah but uh everyone else listening hey thanks for listening have yourself a safe happy thing uh St. Patrick's Day that's right and remember to visit us at the empty glass podcast.com um god it still has that fucking ad at the bottom of the background um, on the Twitch, but yeah join us at the empty glass podcast.com uh that's where you can link out to all the different platforms that we're on we're all over the place so just join us at www.theemptyglasspodcast i'm sorry i left that out last time it's www.theemptyglasspodcast.com can't forget yeah, so, the podcast part so www.theemptyglasspodcast.com that is long that is very um, long we need to try to maybe think about that but hey, you know what? It's better than um, going to theemptyglass.com because if you go to theemptyglass.com, you'll be linked to like a bar in Cleveland. Yeah, fuck them. We thought Don't of the name first. Don't say that. No, I mean, I, I'm surprised they haven't tried to come after us for the name or something, but I don't think they can because we're the Empty Glass podcast. They're the Empty Glass, the restaurant. Very much like Sonic the Restaurant and Sonic the Hedgehog. Yeah, but I'm getting drunker by the moment here, bud. We got to end this shit. All right. Well, thanks for listening, everybody. We hope you have a great St. Patrick's Day. Stay safe. Make good decisions. Get a ride if you're fucked up. But have a good time otherwise. And if you're you're not wearing green, pinch Pinch yourself. Bye. Later.